G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. You might have caught the news last week that former independent Senator Brian Harradine passed away. And today he's been afforded a state funeral. And uh, to talk about the work and the life of Brian Harradine, I thought we might talk to someone who is almost in the mould of a Brian Harradine, and I'm not sure whether he'll want to be described that way, but Senator John Madigan, who is the only DLP senator uh, sitting in the Senate, uh, is joining us now to talk about Brian Harradine and the state funeral that's on today. Hello, John. Welcome to 2020. G'day, Neil. How are you? Good, John. Look, uh, when I was thinking through who I might talk to about Brian Harradine, your name came to mind because in so many ways you're a little similar to he in the way that you make a stance for a whole bunch of ethical issues, uh, the same sorts of issues that, that Brian Harradine stood for. And, uh, and he's certainly going to be remembered as someone who stood on principle. Yeah, there's uh, no doubt about that, Neil. I've um, often said to people that um, Brian Harradine uh, was the model senator. You know, and I often say to people that if I can be 5% of what Brian Harradine was, um, you know, I'd be thrilled and I'm uh, flattered that um, you've asked me to uh, comment on uh, Brian's life. You knew Brian, and there were some connections too uh, to your party, the DLP, even though he was not a member. Ah, yes. For instance, I've got a photo in my office, uh, Neil, um, of Brian, a young Brian Harradine at the 1958 Federal Conference of the DLP at the Rex Hotel in Canberra, and he was there as an observer from South Australia. Uh, he was also the... Um, Godfather to um, one of our previous uh, state secretaries of the DLP in New South Wales, and um, I actually sat with him with my late father at Bob Santa Maria's funeral at St Patrick's Cathedral in Melbourne, and um, I've spoken to him on the phone a couple of times uh, since I was elected to the Senate. So um, yeah, he was a. A good man, a great Tasmanian and a great Australian. His roots go back to the Labor Party too, but he was expelled from the Labor Party back in the 1970s. Are you familiar with the details on that? Uh, look, I'm not, I'm not a, you know, a great authority on all the, the um, minute detail of it, but... Um, I can say uh, with confidence that, you know, uh, Brian Harradine was a, a true Labor man uh, with a capital L. And, um, you know, he fought for Tasmanians, he fought for the little bloke, he fought for the unborn, the elderly. He was, uh, you know, as I said earlier, an exemplary senator. 
30 years as a senator, he saw governments come and he saw governments go. And he found himself at a number of points through his career as a senator uh, holding the balance of power. Uh, It's a a very important and uh, deep responsibility to hold the balance of power. Uh, In some respects, you'll be on the crossbenches holding the balance of power with other uh, senators uh, in the coming uh, line-up that starts in July. Do you feel like you share some of that responsibility that uh, that Brian Harradine held? Yes, Neil, but it can be said that he was under um, uh, far more pressure than I I am as... um the balance of power come the 1st of July is held by eight crossbenchers, um, I being one of them. Um, but he was under um, enormous pressure and um, he performed um, admirably under that pressure. And uh, uh, as I said, you know, Tasmania's lost a great Tasmanian, uh, but we've all lost a great Australian. and. What I admired most about uh, Brian Harradine was the fact that um, he stuck to his beliefs. He played with a straight bat and uh, he didn't sell people out. Those are virtues that would come from his strong Christian character. And as you say, he was a great champion of the rights of the unborn and uh, of the elderly and on Indigenous issues. Uh, Those Christian faith foundations in his life gave him the capacity to stand uh, even when the wind was blowing very hard against his positions. No doubt about it, Neil. Uh, His faith um, stood him in good stead and he he never wavered. I think, uh, I believe, we've lost a great Australian and... uh, a great role model. You know, I uh, lament his passing, but, um, you know, we've all got to um, hang up our boots one day and he's hung up his, but um, he left an indelible mark on Australia. The state funeral being held today there at St Mary's Cathedral in Hobart uh, is testament to uh, the towering figure that Brian Harradine was. Yes, like I said, he, he left an indelible mark on Australia. Um, there's a lot of Australians who'll be sitting in their lounge room today um, and, you know, will spare a thought for Brian Harradine um, and his family uh, because in uh, public life, um, families pay a great price um, not having their dad at home, their husband, their partner. But, um, uh, you know, the um, the Harradine family can be very proud. Senator John Madigan is our guest. Senator Madigan is with the DLP, the Democratic Labor Party, and a party with firm foundations in Christian faith. We're talking about the state funeral for former Senator Brian Harradine today. It's being held at St Mary's Cathedral in Hobart. John, stay with us. I'll get some more reflections from you in just a short while. Thank you. Well, today a very significant event is on the state funeral for former Senator Brian Harradine, who died last week. It's on at St Mary's Cathedral in Hobart. And uh, for 30 years as a senator, Brian Harradine was oftentimes a lone voice sometimes holding the balance of power and often on the cross benches and holding up a banner that uh, put his vote and his 
uh, input into uh, Senate discussion and debate very firmly on the side of Christian faith. Senator John Madigan is from the DLP and is something of a similar mould to that of Brian Harradine, and we're talking through uh, Brian's life today. John, uh, when we talk about Brian Harradine, uh, let's talk about economics first of all. There were some things he'll be remembered for when it comes to uh, economic debate. Yes, um, he was, um, you know, uh, intrinsically involved, um, as you said earlier, in the balance of power in the Howard era. He opposed the GST, uh, where other people caved in on it and um, it was introduced. He always stood firm and true to his beliefs and what he espoused. Um, he um, was a very thoughtful person. Yeah, I admired him greatly for the fact that he um, always played with a straight bat and he didn't sell people out and that is you know, evidenced by the fact that he opposed the GST because... Uh, he thought it was, you know, the wrong thing to do to the community and the nation as a whole. And um, I uh, personally wish we, you know, had more people like um, the late Brian Harradine in the Parliament. Um, he was a shining example uh, to all those who have the privilege to represent their electorates or their states. And um, I wish he was still in the Senate. I'd, uh, you know, he was um, a great example. Another of those uh, issues that he stood firm on uh, or stood very strongly for was that WIC legislation in Tasmania. Yes, um, you know, he truly uh, did show leadership um, uh, on the issue of um, the Indigenous land title legislation, the WIC legislation. You know, he um, truly believed in a fair go for um, Indigenous Australians and um, he can't be faulted for it. We began in the last segment to talk about some of the stances that he took on what we often think are issues that have a solid Christian foundation, issues like abortion and uh, issues of euthanasia. Uh, Those sorts of issues uh, were very, very strong and he became very well known for standing on those issues. In fact, he's quoted as saying that, you know, those things are uh, a little bit along the lines of that slippery slope, that things are going to get worse if they're not uh, treated differently. In fact, he talked about uh, a laboratory rat or an experimental tool going down the drain if uh, when he talked about the tiniest members of our human family and talking about those issues of abortion. Uh, how would you think uh, that those things are today as you reflect on the things that he's fought for over over those 30 years, uh, where things might be in today's parliament? Well, you know, uh, Neil, never a truer word spoken than um, it being a slippery slope. Um, Recently, I was speaking to a friend of mine, for instance, and, of course, there are a lot of people in the community who, as soon as you say abortion or euthanasia, you know, taboo subject, come out with um, attacks on people for expressing their beliefs and their beliefs about, you know, the sanctity of every human life. A story comes to mind. I was talking to a, a friend of mine recently and um we're sitting outside and um he said he just turned me out of the blue and he says you know john he said my wife was adopted 
and I, I never knew this, and this was only just recently, and um, I said, oh, right. I said, I did never realised that. And he said, you know, Johnny said, if um, I met my wife's birth mother, I would thank her, not judge her, but thank her. Because of her generosity to put my wife up for adoption, rather than have her aborted, he said, she's brought joy to me and my family. And I've, you know, got four kids because of her birth mother's generosity. And he said, if I ever have the opportunity um, in my life to meet her, I will thank her. And, of course, it wasn't just the issue of abortion, but uh, there were other issues, too, that Brian Harradine stood so firmly on uh, against pornography. And uh, one of those big issues was on the area of embryo research. These uh, these issues, they have tremendous uh, ethical uh, ramifications, if you get them wrong. And having a biblical Christian foundation for understanding the value of human life surely is something that is oftentimes missing in the parliamentary debate and in the Senate debate. I guess that's something that you hope to continue on, that legacy that, uh, that he's left, uh, to be able to talk about these issues from a Christian perspective. Yeah, Neil, uh, I, I can only hope that I could be as um, articulate um, as Brian Harradine uh, was his um, insight, his um, his ability to articulate the value of every life um, will go down uh, in history. You know, he, as I was saying earlier, was um, you know a warrior for those without a voice, and um, I can't begin to uh, give him enough credit for what he in his life and um, I um, say that you know we can all um, gain something from looking at the way he conducted himself the way that he played the issue and not the person you know he was um, he was a real gentleman he had great compassion and empathy for people well that state funeral is on today in Hobart at St Mary's Cathedral and uh, John uh, you're on your way to be a part of that funeral and uh, certainly appreciate your insights today and uh, just expressing the value of the man who we lost last week and uh, really appreciate your thoughts and your sentiments as uh, as we remember Brian Harradine today. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Thanks very much, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.